Ah, oh, shit. Hey, everyone. Welcome to episode two of My Dad's Liquor Cabinet. I uh, hope you're having an awesome week. Thanks so much for listening back in. Um, I myself have had a crazy week. Um, sorry if you hear a bunch of noise in the background. My dog is deciding to go crazy tonight. Little Bruce Bruce. Uh, but anyway, so this past week, I have gone to the gone to urgent care. I almost passed out driving home. Long story short, I'm medicated right now, so I'm not actively drinking, um, which I'd rather play it safe. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but while I was kind of making my notes for tonight's episode, I was drinking wine. Uh, I really just want to get your guys' input on this, too. So I don't know about you, but I listen to podcasts all day at work, and I listen to primarily crime and like paranormal stories all day doesn't phase me. And then last week, the, the news decided to show that fucking Momo. And she, my God, she is a thing of nightmares. Ever since then, I haven't been sleeping. Whenever I shut my eyes, she's fucking there. <sighs> One of the reasons I would be drinking today, but I'm not. So here's to water. Cheers. Uh, bad luck to cheers, but I did it. I apparently am like one of the worst people ever for research projects. One of the reasons I didn't finish my college education, but I did not happen to write down who this came from. But as always, I say as always, it's my fucking second episode. Um, I got these stories from reddit.com. So here we go. My girlfriend loves wine, and I'd never really tried it before until one day in late July, she poured me a glass. I enjoyed it, so I poured another, followed by another, eight, that I drank like water. So around 2 a.m., which nothing, just, yeah, nothing ever good happens after 2 a.m., I am feeling pretty much done and decide to call it a night. I promptly pass out for about an hour. So let me ask. If it's after eight glasses of wine, how do you exactly know how long you're passing out for at 2 a.m.? I'm just going to call bullshit on that. Uh, Then I wake up and everything is spinning. Everything. No shit. Like I can sense some bad shit is about to go down or come up in this case. Oh, so of course, I didn't read all these stories all the way. Again, uh, that's a surprise for each of us. Let's go on an adventure. Uh, So my girlfriend lived in this apartment, and she had a balcony connected to the bedroom and bathroom on the other side of the apartment. I feel like I can already see where this is going. Uh, I had two options at this point, and as I knew it, it was only a matter of time before all the wine started coming back up. One, run out of the apartment, have to deal with the GF and the shame. (laughs) Or two, run out onto the balcony where I would have peace... So I chose option two. (laughs) Only thing was I was in my underwear and noticing that I realized I'd look foolish if I ran out onto the balcony and nothing but my tidy whiteies. Okay, tidy whiteies, why are you wearing them? And how old are you? Just please, real real story there. Um, And I'm going to go ahead and assume this is a guy who wrote this in. Not that it necessarily matters, but... Boys and girls, tidy whities are just not a good look. Uh, after some internal debate, I decided the smart thing to do would be to remove my underwear and head outside. Yeah, that's such a better option. 
Fuck the tidy whities Let's go, Commando. So now I'm on the balcony butt-ass naked. This is on a busy street in Toronto with other condos and apartments all around me on a warm Friday night. And I begin to vomit. So, okay, how was option two better? Is anyone making that connection? How was option two better at this point? Wouldn't you rather your girlfriend just be like, oh, poor thing, he can't handle his wine and, like, help you? No, you'd rather risk getting a freaking misdemeanor and going to jail. Well, it's Toronto, so I don't know what their laws are up there. Canada, help me out. But here in the States, if you get caught public naked, that's you're going to jail. You're going to jail. Um, okay. Sorry. And I begin to vomit like everywhere. I mean, it's all over the balcony. It's oozing down the side of the building. It's in her plants. It's on her cat. Why? Why is it on the cat? (laughs) It's everywhere. After about three minutes of the three minutes. My God. After about three minutes of this, I stop and survey the scene. While there is vomit on everything and people everywhere standing on their balconies watching this naked dude projectile vomit all over the place. You asked for it, dude. Uh, Next thing I know, I hear my GF running through the bedroom to where I am. She comes out, stops, gets all wide-eyed, and yells, Oh my God, why are you puking? why are you naked? Okay. So outsider's perspective, the first thing I would ask is why are you fucking naked? (laughs) Apparently I just smiled and vomited again, followed by about an hour of her trying to stop me from going down to the main floor to clean up all the puke still completely naked. That's when you just, you need to call it a night. And admit that wine won. Wine won that battle, my friend. I'm sorry. (laughs) And I'm really sorry that I don't know who that story came from. I hope she's still... I hope things are going well. And hopefully you um, have tried wine again and you have gotten a lot better with it. If not, just keep going. (laughs) You need to stop. (laughs) All right, this next story, of course, I keep popping up the wrong thing on my computer and also uh forgot the name because I'm a fucking rock star and I'm great at hosting a podcast and citing all my resources other than uh reddit.com that's what I can give you uh I will put a disclaimer on this story the TLDR which I had to google that because I'm not cool I'm in my late 20s and I don't know what's happening on the world or in the I can't even fucking talk in the world anymore Uh, TLDR is an acronym for too long, didn't read. So the TLDR for this story is party time and puked my guts out, but still smashed thanks to the best turtle, Michelangelo. Cowabunga. Uh, So if you'd like to hear more, keep listening. If not, I'll catch you later. Cowabunga. Uh, So I'm going to, it's a lengthy one, so I'm very sorry, but I, why not? Who cares? I run this shit. All right, so from, uh, to me, unknown, um, I went out with a couple of friends one night after a long, shitty shift at my shitty retail job. Hallelujah. All my retail people out there, I'm sure you are having just flashbacks right now. 
Fun fact about me. Sorry, I thought I'd chime this in. I worked for a large uh, retail chain coffee company for about two years. And while it was a super inclusive and dynamic company, uh, fuck retail. (laughs) So, okay. I'm sorry. I'm going to start this one over because I'm awful. All right. Went out with a couple of friends one night after a long, shitty shift at my shitty retail job. Things were great. Was actually a really awesome night. Tequila and beer was flowing. Great conversations and cool people. Sounds like my kind of night. Well, the time came for us to leave. There were seven of us. So we stumbled out of the bar and through the parking lot towards the cars. This is when we heard it. Some knob fucker... (laughs) And a Volkswagen Golf GTI, very specific, decided to peel out of his parking and speed out of the premises. He headed straight for us, who conveniently were lined up like dominoes, me being the last domino, in the car's path. (laughs) Now I remember why I picked this story. The single word. The douche nozzle didn't even bother slowing down. One by one, my friends barely managed to dodge the car until it was my turn. Dot, dot, dot. I see the car coming and decide, fuck it. I'm going to jump over. <laughs> I didn't, it didn't work that way. Uh, the car knocked me down about a meter to the side and I landed on my knee and chin. My shoes flew off my feet from the impact. The fucking ass nostril didn't even stop the car. He just kept going. Well, so I lay there, just hit by a car, whispering winded curse words to ease my pain. My friends rushed over thinking I'm dying, and I'm like, yo, give me a fucking moment, please. I just got hit by a car. After a while, I look up and see a crowd surrounding me. One of my friends comes close to me, slips my shoe back on, and says, "My guy, the ambulance is going to get here soon. You know you don't have a, you know you don't have medical aid. I'm assuming this isn't the United States. Aid, I'm assuming, also is insurance. You know you don't have medical aid, so you can so you can go to the hospital, the public hospital, and wait nine hours to be helped." Or you can try walking it off, come to my place, and smoke this massive joint I rolled this morning. Bystanders ended up calling three ambulances. They asked me if I was okay, and I said, I think so. I just showed them I can walk limp. My knee was super swollen, chin was bleeding, but nothing broken. What a hard ass. Well... I really don't know how I would handle that situation, not having insurance and the guy fucking sped off. I really don't know what I would do. Probably do what he did and just shake it off, at least try to. I don't know if you guys have ever been in a car accident. I haven't been hit by a car, knock on fucking wood, but I've been in a car accident. I was actually really bad and uh, totaled my car and the other person's car. And, of course, I was 16 and just got my license when this happened. And I didn't even go to the hospital. Also, because my dad didn't take me. So, thanks, Dad. And thanks for the liquor. (laughs) Okay. Um, I limp over to my friend's car, and we ended up getting high at his house the rest of the night. I got super lucky, and it was all healed by two weeks later. My manager did not believe my story, and I canceled my shift the next day. Oh, so I actually, 
I fucking suck because I apparently have three stories. Okay. So that was the end of the second story. <laughs> I am so not prepared for this. I hope you guys are enjoying and enjoying enjoying this podcast. Uh, again, I'm kind of medicated, so uh, this is just super fun. Uh, before it escapes my mind, something exciting that I forgot to mention earlier with like my other things. Beep 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 beep. Because I'm super cool. Uh, is I actually told my dad found out about my podcast, which I was trying to keep off of my Facebook and off of my personal Instagram as long as I could. Um, because I just kind of like wanted to get up and running, get a feel for it and stuff before I told him. And, uh, yeah, he found out about it and I told him all about it and he, his reaction was really great. I told him what it was and I, I told him the name and like what inspiration and stuff. And he just looked at me with, I think he was drinking a seven and seven with a, or just a straight bourbon knob Creek, of course. Um, he held it up and looked at me and went, all right. Like my dad is fucking Matthew McConaughey or something. <laughs> oh, but that's good old Doug. That's my dad. Good old Doug. So, okay. I am going way off on a tangent here. Let me, I want to make sure that this is also my last. Yes. Okay. So this one is my last story and it's not nearly as long as I initially thought it was because I had two stories combined into one. So this one is the TLDR, which again, too long, didn't read. Uh, and the TLDR is about Michelangelo Calabunga. Right on. Okay. And I don't have a fucking name. My God, I'm the worst ever. Okay. So from, again, unknown to me because I'm fucking rock star. It starts. All right, I got this one. This is about 40% memory of the night and 60% other people telling me what had happened, like any good night is. Uh, as if, <laughs> as is a custom for good drunk stories. Of, yeah, there, well, they said it all. All right, in college, my friends and I got invited to this girl's Lacey's for, for this story. Uh, Lacey's 21st birthday party. It was at this huge house, huge house, that was bought for her by her Scrooge McDuck of a father and was shared by four other girls. It always seemed like Lacey had a bit of a crush on me, so I saw this as an opportune time for some boinking. Anyways, we get to the party and are bombarded with shots of the girl's drink of choice the, of that night, Fireball. Down the hatch, I one shot, two shot, eight. Why is it always eight? Why do we always stop at eight? What does nine bring? Is that where you just don't come back or like end up somewhere that you don't remember? Is eight the max out? Fruit for thought. All right, so he stops at eight. After making it through the gauntlet of shots, I and countless drinking games, well, of course, I'm properly shwasty pants. I've been talking to Lacey for a bit, and things are going pretty good when I get the feeling. Okay, also, you probably think that they're going pretty good because you're drinking games and eight shots of Fireball in, so everything's looking like a positive outcome at this point. I excuse myself and casually walk up to my buddy Seth in the most calm manner and tell him, follow me. 
Without explanation, I walk out the backyard and just began (laughs) exercising the alcohol demons from my stomach all over their yard. Seth is standing in the back porch laughing his ass off and decides to start filming. Oh, there was no video with this. That would have been fun to post. Uh, I excuse myself and casually walk up to my buddy Seth and in the most calm... Oh, wait. (laughs) I'm a fucking idiot. (laughs) Seth is standing on the back porch laughing his ass off and decides to start filming. Okay, here we go. The video is just me walking around the backyard casually talking about how Lacey and I would be a great couple and hurling every five feet or so. (laughs) Who else is having... um, some regrettable moments come to mind right now. Uh, after a while, I decided to head back to the party and try to talk to Lacey again. Can't find her. Start talking to one of her roommates, Josie. Um, we'll say, sure, Josie. Lacey and Josie, typical names, I guess. Um, about how I think Lacey and I might be good together. She starts feeding me more shots, you fucking animal, you idiot. Then my stomach decides it's not done with me. I tell Josie that I'm going to puke again and run outside, this time to the front yard. Just get the whole landscape. Why not? Do it. (laughs) Go big or go home. I take off running, not wanting to puke in front of everyone, and collapse, collapse in a random yard and let myself go. After a few disgusting minutes, I look up to see an old lady sitting on her porch, smoking and watching me violate her yard. I say, snoring, and try to get up and walk again, but collapse and decide to crawl. I decide I'm going to crawl back home and start the journey. All of a sudden, Josie catches up with me and has brought me a huge bottle of water. Huge. We sit in the curb, sit on the curb for a while. I puke a few more times, drink lots of water, which, PSA, never chug the water. Sip it. Sip it. Please sip it. And I'm finally able to stand up and walk. Josie decides she's going to walk home with me, and that's when I pretty much black out. I do remember two things from the rest of the night. Me telling her I once had an allergic reaction to brownies. That sucks. (laughs) And then sexy times with her back at my house. The next morning, I wake up in my bed half wearing my TMNT onesie. Okay. A half-eaten pizza in my bed, right on. Uh, What looks like spilt Kool-Aid in my bed, probably was, and a naked Josie right next to me. Well, that, bro, she broke girl code. I mean, if Lacey had a thing for him. Anyway. When she woke up, I asked the usual, What happened last night? She then told me that we were walking home and I told her I needed to grab some things from at Walmart and proceeded to casually purchase a Dear Journal's pizza, the movie E.T., and a box of condoms. She then said we got home and the first thing I did was put on my TMNT onesie and make the pizza. She said after that it was kind of a blur and then we were in bed. We ate the rest of the pizza that morning and watched E.T., Well, that didn't. That was kind of a plot twist. I didn't expect uh, him to end up with the friend. I kind of want to know. I would love a follow up as to what happened with Lacey and with Josie and our mystery man here. Hmm. Anyway, well, 
hopefully those were fun. Sorry. I'm, I'm medicated and not like super today, but, um, please, I'd love to hear your stories and your feedback. Uh, so if you have anything to send me or like fancy new fun cocktail recipes that I can try, uh, email me at my dad's liquor cabinet at gmail.com. Follow me on Instagram. Again, my dad's liquor cabinet and listen to me on Podbean and now in iTunes, uh, my dad's liquor cabinet. I'm hoping to eventually get this broadcasted on Spotify and a few other platforms. It just takes a little, uh, extra initiative and it costs money. It's all about the money. So with that, you know, I'd love if you could go onto my Patreon page, search for me, help a girl out, uh, hopefully get me some better equipment that I, or like a better system I can record on because whatever my computer came with is, uh, uh, but anyway, so thanks so much guys for listening in. I really appreciate it. And I will see you soon. Bye guys.